That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. One hundred sixty-seven days in space, over thirty-eight hours performing spacewalks, traveling more than six million miles, making hundreds of orbits about the Earth. But how did I get there? This is the making of an ordinary spaceman. I'm Clayton C. Anderson, and these are my stories. Boys will be boys. <laughs> Join me on a great episode of the Making of an Ordinary Spaceman podcast when I bring two of my childhood buddies in to talk about the things we did, the competition we experienced in high school, and how that turned us into the men we are today. We are in the midst of a podcast, and this podcast is important to me and I hope to the audience because we are talking about how to build an ordinary spaceman. And when we talk about things like that, it's important to note that space exploration in general is a team sport. Some say it's the ultimate team sport. And in this podcast today, I'm welcoming back two of my high school buddies, uh, Tom Wild and Richard Hurlbut. And it's a, this is really exciting for me. First of all, I don't see you guys enough. It's been, been too long. Uh, but I also want to get your perspectives about life in Ashland and then, in, in essence, how you helped to build an ordinary spaceman. So let's start with this one. Richard? Yes, sir. You were our class valedictorian. That is true, and you were our class salutatorian. Uh, well, I was one below that. Really, Gwen? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh boy, was our salutatorian. Oh. And uh, so, my first question of you today is: Was Clay ultra competitive? You know, I was not thinking that, at least towards me. Um, but at least with regard to academics, apparently that is the case because I looked at my, uh, I found my commencement address last oh, night. Oh, no kidding. Trying to find the, the picture of you that indicated on the back to the second smartest guy in school. <laughs> and I've used that line multiple times of that I'm smarter than a rocket scientist. That's exactly and right. That, you know, that gets me into parties and, and everything. But um, I found another picture, interestingly enough, that you signed on the back. Um, that I'll talk about a little later. Oh, but okay. <laughs> in the commencement address, I actually took a picture of it. Um, it says that uh, near the end, it says... And I wouldn't have been here or something. I could actually read it verbatim if I can get my phone. But uh, Feel free. Okay. I'd like to quote it since I can't write like that anymore. <laughs> well, if you're a rocket scientist or smarter than a rocket scientist, <laughs> that explains that. That explains it. Many rocket scientists are poor writers. 
Let's but, see. But they're really good at chalkboard. Equ- well, it's not chalkboard anymore, right? Not blackboard. Whiteboard. whiteboard equations. In closing, I won't forget the people that have helped me, nor will I forget a fellow classmate of mine whose competition scholastically kept me working hard to get good grades. Wow. He didn't put that on mine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that classmate's unnamed. Now, now, it could have been Gwen, I guess, uh-huh, but, yeah, but uh, I think it was you. Oh, man. So well. that's how you make an ordinary astronaut. You have iron sharpens iron and uh, exactly. camaraderie. And but, we had, but we had a lot of fun. I don't remember us, you know, it, it wasn't, well, sometimes I guess we people would look at their test scores, right? And we would go, you know, we would look over to see what so-and-so got to compare but uh i just remember uh the third semester or the th- third quarter we had quarters right the third quarter of our senior year with varland remember and we had to do income tax prep mm-hmm. remember that yep and he gave us data right, right as if you're a family or a single whatever we were doing and, and we filled out the income tax forms and that was our only grade that semester. That was a big one, yeah. And this rocket scientist made a math error, <laughs> and uh, it dropped my grade way down. So I blame Varlin. There you go. Yeah. I don't remember who I would blame. <laughs> I guess I, I'm blameless at this point, at least in uh, high school, but I peaked in high school. So you, you took off after that and aspired, and I kind of glided down a little bit. Well, let's, uh, I want to, Tom was pretty competitive, too. In science and, and rocketry. And very persistent. He persevered. Now, I don't know if you remember this or realize this, but perseverance is a big deal to me, right? Because I went through 15 years of 15 applications and failure, 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 failure <laughs> to the 15th time, right? Yeah, that's but what I heard. But you, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's on all the internet, right? <laughs> but you, sir... Borrowed two of my Uh-oh. Hardy Boys mysteries. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a story about the Hardy Boys mysteries? Oh, I believe that was like 1970. <laughs> we took a trip down to uh, Oklahoma to visit the Irons family. Uh-huh. And, and then the I, Irons were uh, a family, the pastor, pastor of the First of the Christian Church, church mm-hmm. that we were members of for many years. And yeah. That's the family. Ron and Patsy. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I borrowed two Hardy Boy books from Clay to read on the way, <laughs> and uh, somebody spelled Kool-Aid on them. Huh, that must have been Tim. <laughs> that was Dennis. <laughs> yeah, that no. sounds like Dennis. Let's, let's play Dennis. <laughs> Those are Tom's brothers, by the way. Anyway, I was mortified, and I, was, I just didn't want to return them in that condition, and <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> and uh, let's see now. So the hidden staircase stayed hidden, and the tower treasure is still. I don't remember which to be found. But uh, no, it was later in the series. Those were early. Well said. You know your Hardy Boys. Looking looking for something in the basement, and I found those books. Oh no! (laughs) So uh, uh, I think you were in town for some astronaut deal. So I, I wrapped them up, put them in your mom's back door, with a note. Sorry for the late return. Please don't pound me. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the phrase we used to use yeah. when people got beat up when yeah. we were kids. Just, yeah. I'm going to pound you. Yeah. But I remember we're going down. There's all seven of us in this uh, Ford Trino. And um, I'm sitting on the far left reading this book, and I turn the page, and my sister said, she nudged me. She <laughs> says, I'm not done with that one yet. <laughs> so I had to turn back. And then when she was done, she'd nudge me, and I'd turn the page. <laughs> 
But I don't know who spilled the Kool-Aid. So. <laughs> you're gonna and you're gonna stick with plausible that. Plausible de- de- deniability. Yeah. Good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, we like that. And and you had your chance to get back to back to me on that because uh, you signed my copy of your book. You could have diet coked it or something. <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance. Well, you know, I didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, that's a collector's item. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that book. Uh, I bought it and read it, and I took it over. Had you sign it, and all my classmates bought it. So I'm asking them, have you read it? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I don't, I don't care if they read it. If they buy it, I'm <laughs> good. I don't care if they read it. I might be the first person to have read that book. So. <laughs> second. <Okay. laughs> At least a second. Yeah. And I've read it many, many times. Yeah. And, and the stories don't change, but the letters, they, they get really blurry. <laughs> and yeah. the words, you, yeah. you see double words that aren't really there, and yeah. it's, it's a crazy time. So speaking of reading... Mm-hmm. I talked to you recently, and, and you disagreed with my assertion that uh, we used to climb up in Brad Beckman's apple, apple tree, tree yeah. with a box of Brad's comic books, and we'd sit in that tree wedged in the branches with that box of comic books, and we'd eat apples and, and read comics. I think it was a maple tree. <laughs> maple trees don't have apples, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, that <laughs> I brings, know we ate apples. That brings up another story about <laughs> apple trees. I don't know if you you can edit this. <laughs> Dad had apple tree in the backyard, green apples. And I remember that. The neighbor boy would pick one, take a bite, and throw it. Oh, that was me. Yeah. They were sour. <laughs> I was, yeah, okay. The next one wasn't any better. <laughs> well, I was just, it's data. You have to gather data, so, right? Any, yeah, any, yeah. The any scientific equals, method, is yeah, that what we're calling N it? N equals so. 30 is better than N <laughs> equals 2. So I don't, I'm pretty sure I, I told you I don't think my dad wants you doing that. <laughs> <clears throat> but what did you do that night? I don't know. Well, it was a Saturday. Oh, jeez. The next day at church. Uh, we'd like to introduce our new guests. <laughs> <laughs> he says, guess what I did last night? Uh-oh. I, I sat on a stool all night long with the trots. <laughs> and my mom was so mad. <laughs> uh, have you have you eaten any green apples since then? No, not a one. Never. I, I gave up green apples. I have, yeah. I have not given up the trots, however. <laughs> And yeah. uh, I actually had an episode in the International Space Station. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, of the trots, yeah. 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 But I wasn't due to green apples. I don't remember reading that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, that part was uh, conveniently left out. I mean, can't tell every story because I might have a, a volume two. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, so did you get a nickname from that? or? <laughs> no. I kept that one pretty quiet. <laughs> because it happened about two in the morning. Which is good because Fyodor and Oleg, they their sleep stations are right next to the toilet, and when you fire up the toilet right in space, <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. And so it was. I was fortunate that they were sound asleep. I had the toilet all to myself because I was going to need it for a while, <laughs> and uh, everything came out okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's. Other than you feeling a little flushed, yeah, it was good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, see, I don't remember that humor from you in high school. Don't you? It was no. There. Well, was it turns there? out that you got to, to learn stuff quick, and it came easy to you, and you put the part in your book about taking your books home, but you'd set them on the TV uh-huh. and then watch TV shows. And right, right. I actually had to study. Uh, to no get way. My, yeah. No way. Some stuff came easily to me, but, uh, yeah, I, I 
I too got sick of hauling the books back and forth, but I, I don't think I could have done without doing that. To, uh, to I do meet remember your... Mrs. Garing telling you, you better quit helping the other kids and start doing your own work. Remember that? Vaguely. I found a, <laughs> my graduation card from you last night. Oh. And it said, uh, congratulations on graduation. Welcome to the rat race. And then you open it and it says, I hope you get to be the big cheese. And there's a big, big picture of cheese there. And then at the bottom it says, Rick, now I hope you can get paid for helping kids with math. <laughs> yep. yep. Tom has a good good memory. He, it, I know mine's not that good. It's probably all that space radiation that could be, yeah, been yeah. bombarded with. I don't remember how good mine is. But let's let's go back. Let's try to dial back to high school in in Ashland Greenwood. Now, uh, Richard, you came in as you reminded me today uh, in the fourth grade, right? And spent just one year. Fourth or grade, and then that's where Tom and I became friends. We met, and and uh, we, uh, I forget what it was. Somehow we ended up in uh, getting together and went down in his basement. And the only reason we ke- became friends <laughs> is my parents drove a 1961 Ford <laughs> Fairlane, Ford Galaxy. And he had a dash out of a Galaxy <laughs> in his basement. And I says, hey, that looks like the dash from a 1961 Ford Galaxy. And he says... I, that is. So I was pretty impressed, and that's how we became friends. But it just so happened that we had that very same car. Otherwise, I had no clue that that was from a Ford, from a Galaxy, from a 61. I did know that it was a Dash because the numbers counted up. Was this before or after the Wild family began construction of their canoe? I believe. Which took? Fourth grade. That was in like a 70 when we did that. I don't remember. I just know it was. It took a long damn time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we built it in a driveway. Yes, you did. <laughs> covered it with a tarp. It looked beautiful. Redwood. Uh-huh, it was. Then we went to Oklahoma uh-huh. to visit, and we came back, and it had brained, and that it looked terrible. It just came apart like a wicker basket. Right. And, and Dad said, should we start over, or should we hammer it out? <laughs> and I said, let's start over. And So we hammered it out <laughs> and covered it with... That that canoe weighed two hundred pounds. It was. It was oh, very heavy. It was, but it, it was huge. It eventually floated, right? Yeah, we it, had. Yeah. Um, we had all every kid in the neighborhood in that boat. You were probably one of them. Took you know, it I to Memphis Lake. I don't remember if I ever went with you guys to get in. Yeah. The, I just don't remember. Yeah. Sorry. Well, okay, I'll tell that part then. Okay. We all went to Memphis Lake, and we loaded that boat up with every kid in the neighborhood with paddles, and back and forth across the lake. But as soon as you stop paddling. That old boat just stopped. I mean, it was draggy. But, uh, it was around for a long time. So you're, you sound like an engineer to me. But I'm not. Well, what, do you, what do you do? I'm a technician. I went to Milford uh-huh. for electronic engineering, and I started at ISCO in 79. You've been there forever. I've been there 42 years. And don't you, don't you run a lab? Well, now I'm, I babysit six grown <laughs> men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a real good babysitter. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh I've been doing the managing part for 15 years, I think. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and retirement any, near? Either that tired or re- or fired or <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens, <laughs> but uh, there's a few years left. Okay. So. And Richard, how about you? What are you up to these days? 
I am now retired. Excellent. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. This beginning of this year, uh, my wife is continuing to work, bless her heart. And I put in 30, 30 years with a company called Tanaska, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, power, power company in Omaha. Right. And uh, he was one of the, the chief's name is uh, Howard Hawks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a big, big name in Omaha, he Nebraska. Is, he is. He's, he's, uh, his birthday is the same as my father's, June 2nd. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, he's just a very brilliant man mm-hmm. and philanthropist and, sure. and very kind. And uh, just happened to work out. Of, I was in IT. At uh, back in 1990, I was a consultant for a company mm-hmm. um, that uh, did Tanaska's backups and whatnot. And then in 1993, I started full time with them. And back then, I was the IT department. I was <laughs> I was the only guy. You were worth your weight in gold. <laughs> yeah, then. yeah. I mean. And we did uh, Novell Network, and that thing was up for a year solid without having to reboot. And and uh, I was pretty proud of that. And then we've grown and grown, and now I think there's probably 50 people in IT. Wow. And there's probably t- 12 to 25 on the hardware side. And then, uh, yeah. So are you the IT guy at your house? <laughs> at my house. At your house? Yeah, and your neighbor's houses? I have a few friends, yes. That was one of my questions. Are you a Mac guy or a PC guy? <laughs> oh, I'm a PC guy, but I'm only I'm a PC guy simply because of the fact that uh, uh, when I came to NASA in 1981 as a summer intern, um, you know, they had, it was big honking mainframes and all that crazy stuff. But then as I came back in, in my early years at NASA as an aerospace engineer, computers were morphing. And we were going from those big mainframes. Do you remember the, the I, I don't even know the brand, but it was a suitcase. You carried it. It was really heavy. Luggable. Yeah, and then they had the keyboard yeah. was attached to the bottom, and you yep. just turned it over, laid it over, took the keyboard off. I remember we had that for uh, a long time, on my, and it was so exciting because you could actually do stuff, mm-hmm. and we could we could check that computer out and take it home. And I, I took it home once. I don't know why. I don't remember. <laughs> just because you could, because I could. Part yeah. of your weight training that day. <laughs> but yeah. that was where we were. And then as we went through, I do remember sitting in Building Seventeen and sending email to uh, a colleague engineer in Europe on a project that we were doing, right? And, and that's my earliest recollection of, of real email. So uh, as part of the Ashland Greenwood schools, jumping back again, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to ask you guys both the, separate, the same question, but I want you to, to, to reflect on who your favorite and most impactful teachers were and why, and what did their uh, leadership, their input, their skill set, their teaching, what did that lead you or, or did it spur you to do what you did for your careers? Did it spur you to do something with your family? How did it affect you being in that small town environment with those teachers? Tom can go first. Tom can go first, okay. I liked Frank Marsh. He was advanced math. Yep. I, and I'm not sure uh, geometry. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. He wasn't there our senior year. I was kind of disappointed he left us. But I always struggled with with any math, you know, more than two plus two. And, <laughs> That's five. And he was uh, <laughs> he was encouraging, and uh, he I could see in his eyes he knew I was struggling, and he was helpful that way, and he 
and uh, encouraged me to, to continue on. I remember a three-dimensional trig problem that uh, for extra credit, you could do this problem, and I needed extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> so I struggled you through with that. could have mowed his lawn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I struggled through with that 3D problem, and every once in a while I'd ask him a question, and, and it helped me understand the geometry a little bit better. And, and uh, I solved it, and I forget how many steps, but there's another classmate or uh, upperclassman that also solved it. Um, what is his name? Jeff Rakes. <laughs> he probably did it in two steps. Well, or he d- he did it in more steps than I did it. Oh, so I was a little pride there, but I'm sure he did it all by himself. He didn't get any help. So, uh, <laughs> and then I remember Frank Marshy ripped a page out of a math book and wrote something to all of his kids. You know, a going away message. Hmm. Don't know where it is, but I always liked him. And of course, Chuck Niemeyer. It's hard to beat him. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a unique so, individual yeah. and uh, a possible guest on our yeah, podcast. Well, as I understand, if we hang around long enough, we might get to say hi to him. <laughs> absolutely. And absolutely. I, I see him all the time. Mm-hmm. I, we were coming back from uh, Missouri for a users group meeting, and it was late in the day. And we're down in this company called Lab Conco in Kansas City. And on the way back, we bumped into Chuck Neymar at the gas station. Stopped and had a visit with him. But that guy's just a dynamo. What made him, how did he influence you as a teacher? Oh, Chuck? Yeah. Good sense of humor. I mean, that guy. Yes, he did have a good sense good of sense humor. Good sense of humor, and, and he was, yeah. I'm trying to think of what what class I had with him. Probably Biology. Biology, yeah. yeah. Tenth grade. Yeah, I kind of remember that. He was trying to teach us about the birds and the bees using mammals, and we weren't really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was hard for him. Well, but, we did uh, dissect frogs. I remember that, yeah. right? Uh, we did that, and I remember doing that, and. Junior high, Alice Rakes. Uh, didn't we do it again in in uh, perhaps tenth uh, grade? Could have, yeah. I don't. Yes, yeah, <coughs> it, it kind of rolls. Around. So, Richard, well, let's let, Richard. Go ahead. Who are you? Your favorite teachers, and then I want to kind of roll it into uh, the overall system. I guess I have two that I kind of remember: um, Betty Starnes mm-hmm. for music. Um, I think that I don't know that she was as well liked. But she was spot on as far as her methods and teaching musically. And I think that uh, we ended up, I don't know if it was our class, but I enjoyed singing and I still enjoy singing to this day. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that part in your book that mentioned that you would <laughs> sung and all three of you had gone through church and piano and organ. And one of my questions was if you still played and yes. trombone. Um, but she was she was professional and she took us to district i think and we did well Mm -hmm. and i i still sing i think one of the songs that she had us sing was um psalm 46 yep and we went through and and we had the part where we weren't really singing we were just talking it's like god is our refuge god is our strength god is our refuge god is our strength and it just built and built Mm -hmm. and she was just you know whatever she would direct we would do and uh I was class treasurer, and I gave her money uh, for one of our fundraisers or something. So I found receipts for that that she had signed off, received $17. But, um, yeah, she had the most impact non-mathematically. How about discipline from her? Um, I don't remember. I was a pretty easy kid. Yeah, you weren't one of the people that had to be disciplined. But, right. Uh, um, and I tried... You know, I can't remember it all, so I tend just to remember the good stuff. Okay, that's so, good. Good plan. Uh, then Marge Guerin um, and math and geometry are 
whatever it was, was very helpful and very professional. And then uh, I'd accepted Christ in my junior year, mm-hmm. and she was also uh, a mm-hmm. Christian lady, and we had uh, that bond as well. I don't remember if we went to the same church, if she was our youth group leader, and uh, things of that nature. But yeah, so we had uh, relationships that went past high school and went past academia, and uh, so she's especially okay and those are those great answers now i want you to tell me or talk to me about those were your favorites right but as we went through ashland and we went through all of our classes with all of our teachers and, and all of our classmates what stands out to you as to why it was good i i think it was good right i think that uh it, it went it it helped me a lot. It was good for me. And um, so how did, in general, that school system, that environment, how did it shape you? Tom first. Yeah, why me first? <laughs> yeah, see. H comes before W. <laughs> I think that. And turnabout is fair play, right? Right. Yeah. I think that one of the nice things about Ashland was that it was a, a nice size. It wasn't too big. It wasn't too mm-hmm. small. Um, I couldn't have risen to the top academically if the class would have been much bigger. But I don't know about that. But, but uh, it gave opportunities that, that big, cl- big schools don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, even though I was student manager for football and basketball, right. you know, for crying out loud, I got the chance. They gave me a letter for mm-hmm. doing that. And that made a big impression on me because I was just the water guy and the, no, put you were, the basketball. You were, good. you were pretty good. Well, I appreciate I, that. As I recall. I got to, to appreciate uh, watching you from, quote, unquote, the back because I think you had an awesome three-point shot down, on the, <laughs> down in the corner. <laughs> yes, I did. And uh, I, I just remember that. And uh, in general, coaches and, and athletics weren't my forte, but Coach Simpson gave me a chance to try and kick field goals when I was in football before I ended up being a student manager, and I didn't have the leg strength to do that. And and uh, Coach Sutton um, <laughs> was, yeah, it was just his his skill set was different than mine, but I still learned from him. Oh, sure. Um, I still am not a fan of the group punishment, but I was the cause <laughs> of some group punishment by either not doing something as well as somebody else or not being able to climb the rope and touch the thing at the top, you know. So we were all in it together, I yeah, guess. Absolutely. We had the camaraderie of, of suffrage as well as excellence. Yeah. Uh, so it was, Coach Thorell. Oh, yeah, that's group punishment Thor- came to mind there. <laughs> yeah. you guys Thorell, that's you, right. You guys don't want to dance and be anymore? Okay, we won't dance. Get out on all fours. Drop and give me 50. <laughs> it was, worse, it was worse than that. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite memories of that, though, now that you mention it, and I had forgotten about it, wasn't there some kind of four-wheel Oh yeah, that we sat on and did like football, dodgeball, scooter scooter football. Was that what it was? Yeah, that was awesome. In the gym, and then we had war ball, which that was one of my favorites. But you know, today you can't have war ball because people throw the ball too hard and and hurt people. I guess, but participation that was part of the fun. (laughs) One of my my impressions of small town school was, you know, you go into kindergarten and you meet someone, and they're there your whole. Eugene Vossler, he was yeah. there all the way through. And all, yeah. all those kids, we had all the way through. Yeah. And some of them, they came in late. I think I was a new guy. Was yeah, country school. I mean, new, guy, new guys. They were yeah. really hard. They took yeah. a long time to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> those new kids coming in for high school. But some of them were girls, so that was good, too. Yeah. 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 
Becky Neatfeld, she came in from country school, and uh-huh. Susie Cronigan, and gosh, I don't remember who all. Hmm. Teresa Dulesky. Yeah? Yeah. So we gained a lot that way, too. But, uh, it, you know, I loved the small-town environment. I have a f- philosophy that I've built over the years that the ability for kids to be well-rounded, to do multiple things, to, to be in sports, to be in academia. And we were all in the science club. You remember the science club? Yeah, David Dr. Dow. Dow. Yes, yep. sir. Yeah. Those, all those experiences and well-roundedness make better citizens, I think. I think they, you know, you see things from different perspectives where in today's world, you know, as I raised my son, he was a pretty good athlete. And everybody wanted him to focus on one sport. And, there, and there's a lot of that in Texas, just by nature of the beast, but but we didn't let him do that. We wanted him to do everything. He was in Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He was a, a football player, a basketball player. He, he did track. He played baseball, and he was great academically as well, but he did lots of different things, and I think that's so important, and I also think that that's one of the big pluses of Ashland, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Let me ask you one last question here, <laughs> and you can take it wherever you want. What are your favorite memories from high school, and do you have any clay stories you want to share? Richard, you go first. Since it was a pinnacle in my life, one of the favorites would have been the, the honors that we had received, and you were there for most of them. We were both the National Honor Society. Yep. We were the only two guys. Uh, there was five gals. <laughs> that was the, a good thing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and there was five gals, you know, in between us, and and that was that was a highlight. And then uh, commencement and graduating the top of the class, the the stuff going back and forth between you and me, as far as. <laughs> I've got this grade we're going in. I, I thought I was ahead of you and, and some of that. And then uh, also when I remember when we went to district or whatever and we mm-hmm. did the musical numbers, that, that was a highlight. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool time, and it was cool to do it for Betty, yeah. but, but for us as well. And, and did I, do I still play the piano? I played the piano for that I, district performance, right? Right. And for the, for the girls' chorus I played, for the mixed chorus I played, and for the boys' chorus I sang. But I still play. Uh, I was, for many years, the backup organist at uh, Webster Presbyterian Church in Webster, Texas. Huh. As uh, far as clay moments, I would have to say that I thought about this a little bit. I'm trying to formulate some questions and waking up in the middle of the night. I want to ask him that. I want to ask him that. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I didn't realize that Clay Street and Clay Anderson and and Harry Clay were all related and some of this. And is is his daughter Sutton named after Coach Sutton? Is that, you know, and so I just going back and forth. But what I did remember is that the only place that I could compete with you was academically. I was the student manager. You were the stud. No. <laughs> I was the, you know, I was taking attendance at choir. You were in swing choir. I was in general choir. Um, but through all those times, I never remember you speaking down to me. I never remember you being angry. And that's part of the reason I was kind of surprised at a couple of things that you shared in your book. But I never remembered anything that was negative. I didn't, you know, you were an okay guy. And, uh, and, and it's an honor and privilege to know you. Well, thank you. Uh, I think 
some of it, what I shared in my book, you know, came because of part of the the stress of being an astronaut in training, and 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 you talk about competition. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I had no idea. Really? I, I mean, I I kind of did right. Oh, so I'm applying and applying and applying, right? But I didn't have a, a real understanding until I was selected and got there. <laughs> Because that's when the real competition started. And, you know, if you ask my wife and I, we spent many times talking about, did I do the right thing? Is this where I'm supposed to be? And and when I ended up in Russia freezing my booty off in January, you know, in the dark, and I'm thinking, my God, what have I done? But uh, it turned out okay. So thank and thank you for those kind words. Tom, is it going to be skateboards? Now, in to, the sewer to of Ashland, Nebraska? To get you, are you two the closest as far as classmates that live close to each other? I mean, oh, Pat Cole yeah. lived, yeah. you know, up yeah, on 13th. We, and yeah, we just talked. Four, four houses apart or whatever. Well, I, oh, no. I, I knew even, Clay before kindergarten. Yeah, closer than that, oh, right? Okay. I mean, he, they I, were on the corner, and, and we were just yeah. one house over one, from them. One bottle rocket away. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Bottle rocket wars. And Roman candles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah, and skateboarding in the sewer system. Yeah, yes. we did that. That was news to me. I did, I oh, did you didn't hear that? Yeah. I read that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, why did we do that? Because we were so bored. <laughs> there was absolutely nothing. We should have played video games. <laughs> yeah, oh, why there were we no do video that? games. Yeah. Well, we take bike rides to Memphis. I think you were involved. With yes, yeah. and that was seven miles. Yes, away. and it <laughs> seemed like it was a seventy miles yeah. to me, right? Because yeah. back then the bikes were so heavy, yeah. and yeah. you didn't have the gear. Single ratio. speed or three speed at the most. I it suppose was, I think three speeds, right back then, because we were what? Junior I high? was single speed Schwinn Stingray. Oh, I had a. I don't remember what I had, but I know it. It, it sucked seven <laughs> miles. Was, you know the downhill, yeah. the coming down the hill by the school, the old country school. That was the best part. Yeah, a lot of memories. You and your brother. Yeah, you know, riding mini bikes in the front yard, swinging on the rope swing in the backyard. And, oh yeah, yeah. You know, Mom says she remembers making popcorn, bringing it out to us on the porch. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I remember Dad making hot cocoa for us. Hot, once. Uh, a homemade root beer, dude. Oh, that too. They they made yeah. homemade. Did you ever have their homemade root beer? My dad made some homemade oh, root beer yeah. too. It was it, pretty uh, good. Yeah. It was a little explosive. So. <laughs> <laughs> Topped its own caps. We had the the push cart. It got entered in the kitty parade almost every year. Ah, that was uh, one year. I think someone influenced it to be the Batmobile. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's a memory. Oh yeah. Well, that's those comic books we read <laughs> in the apple tree <laughs> in Brad Beckman's yard. <laughs> Fond memory. Going over Clay's house and that screen door was slamming shut. <laughs> he comes out with a towel around his neck and he's Batman. <laughs> uh, and and my brother was Robin. Yeah, yeah. And we used to jump off the garage garage roof, roof yeah. <laughs> down yeah. to the ground. That was another one of my questions. Are you still a DC comic guy only, or have you adjusted oh, no, to the I, Marvel world? Yeah, I've adjusted yeah. to all of it. I, I love superheroes. Yeah. Uh, if I had to rank them, they'd still be Superman and Batman, right? And I remember. Many of the comic books I we used to read, uh, but I lo- I love the Iron Man stuff and and all that craziness. That, that's just what I like. Uh, yeah. You know, even people ask me about, well, did you see Apollo thirteen? Have you watched the, <laughs> the space movie? Have you seen the All for All Mankind? No. <laughs> you know, I go watch them eventually, but usually they're they're more comedic to me uh, than they are real. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. 
So, I want to back to your high school question. You asked favorite yes. memories. I should mention Dow, David Dow. He yeah. was our. He volunteered to be a science club mm-hmm. sponsor because we didn't have a science didn't have club. a science club, yeah. and they kind of poo pooed it. They didn't want one, so he he went ahead and did it anyway. And he mm-hmm. he did a lot of extra work. Yes, and we went on a lot of tours. I think Rick and I were involved with a lot of those. He took us to a lot of different places, trying mm-hmm. to encourage so. us for uh, jobs with chemistry. And of course, it was a total waste of time on my part. <laughs> chemistry and me just. Uh, Dude, anyway, elect- we electronics, though, is, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. good. you got to pick something. Well, and, something. and he did the science fair, right? He started oh, yeah, he the, started a science fair. I don't didn't know you the, win the science fair? Sure. Probably. <laughs> no, I, no, I entered the science fair. I don't remember. Well, so did yeah. I, but I wasn't there to present my project because I had a basketball game. Yeah, right? well, you gotta, but, got priorities. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, he, was a, he was a good guy. And yeah, and he was, yeah, he really did a lot. He had paper drives to raise funds because there was yeah. absolutely no money. Mm-hmm. So and uh, he he really got a lot out of that. I think he was one of the wasn't he kind to the environment kind of guy too. Recycling was that Probably. what the paper drive was? Well, the paper drive was to raise funds was for it? the science club. Yeah, I remember right. shooting rockets in the back parking lot or whatever behind the school that you would. That was well, I don't know if that was <laughs> that was sanctioned. That was there was a, not a lot of people there. Chuck, Chuck Niemeyer had his physical science class oh, and he sponsored okay. that, and I wasn't oh, in the class, right. but he did get me in. He got me out of Spanish so I could go see that. You know, that was a must. Muy bien. Mm. Yeah, muy bien. Yeah. <laughs> me too, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Chuck, Chuck Dow did a lot for us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Is he still around? Well, yeah. he, he, he he's teaching in Omaha. In Omaha, yeah. And I don't know if he's retired yet, mm. but friend's son had him for a teacher. and He's got to be retirement age. Yeah, so. I think he was teaching at a, I want to say Creighton Prep. I believe you're right, yeah. Because mm. I, did a, I did an event uh as an astronaut, where I mm-hmm. went went to uh, Mr. Dow's class or, mm-hmm. or school or something, because I know I've seen him several times uh, since I became an astronaut. Yeah, so, well, that's great. Yeah. He remembers you. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember him. I mean. <laughs> Same hairstyle? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Probably a little it's bit It's a little gray. gray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he was a smart guy. And, oh, yeah. And he, was, he challenged us. And I think that's the other important thing about mm-hmm. Ashland and the school yeah. system was that for the most part, we were expected to be respectful, uh, and we were disciplined appropriately, if not. Although, you know, group punishment and PE, maybe that was probably a little, a little out of bounds. <laughs> and, and then, but then they challenged us. You know, even though I carried my books home and put them on the TV, I was still challenged. There were times when there, I, I had, I struggled, but. It would eventually come to me, but the, everybody challenged me. The coaches challenged me to be better. The teachers challenged me. Betty used to challenge me to sing solos and to play, and Eugene Walden challenged me uh, as a musician to be better, uh, and, and I love music, right? Music is a big thing for me, and uh, I'm grateful to all of them, just like oh. I'm grateful to you two for being here well, it's a pleasure. on our podcast today. Yeah. I, it, it's great to catch up. I didn't get to ask my question. Well, ask your question. <laughs> this goes back before high school. This was grade school. Okay. Ron Irons is preaching. Yes. Oh. And he started the sermon over. And oh. Kind of went a little over. Uh huh. Somebody fell asleep in church. Who would that be? Leaning his blonde <laughs> head up against the side of the pew. Oh, we're narrowing it down, aren't we? So, 
<laughs> I went to wake him up. His mom said, you leave him be. My mom said that? Yeah. So we left the church, and I turned and look, and he's sitting there asleep. <laughs> so after lunch, I go over to Clay's house. And I, Can Clay come out and play? Clay is grounded. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember I, if I ever asked you about that. How much trouble were you in? I kind of do. <laughs> but I know, you know, when we used to sit in the pews, if we were doing something wrong, we got the pinch from yeah. mom. She'd just slide her hand over and she'd <laughs> pa and you and and there was one time that I don't know if it was you and I, it was me and a wild. Maybe it was Dan. Probably Dan. Dan, and we were sitting in the front. <clears throat> And one of the ladies, I believe she might be related to the current mayor of Ashland hmm. in some form. Uh, but anyway, she was singing a solo. <laughs> oh, Carolee? Carolee, that's it. Aunt Carolee. Yeah, and your next-door neighbor, actually, right? Yep, yep. But no, it wasn't her. It was her. Uh, the Oh, I can't think of her name. It wasn't Carolee, though. But anyway, the lady stands up, and she's singing a solo. And your brother and I, in our infinite wisdom, Uh-oh. we stand up. We turn and look at the congregation, and we put our fingers in our ears. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness me. is right. Oh. No, it wasn't you. It wasn't me, I'm no. pretty sure it was Dan. <laughs> And oh my goodness gracious, <laughs> corporal punishment was alive and well in yeah. the Anderson household. Yeah. 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 That's a memory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not a good one. No, not a good one, but still there. You know, we received, but we were never ever to, you know, you can't go spank your kids now. <laughs> no. Well, how frustrating is that? You know? Pretty frustrating at We times. got them and can't give them. So. <laughs> well, you guys, I love you both, yeah. and I'm grateful for your time here, and I thank you. Sure. It, it, I'm honored to have you as friends, and yeah. I hope we can keep in touch with through Facebook or whatever it is. Uh, I'm, uh, whenever I'm in Nebraska, uh, perhaps our paths can cross again. Yeah. Sounds great. Thanks for the yep. opportunity. Sure. You bet. Appreciate it, man. Right. Take care. Please rate, review, follow, and subscribe as it helps others find my podcast. Thank you for listening. And a special thank you to my dear friend Chip Davis of Mannheim Steamroller fame, for the use of his talents and music. A Huda Media Production.